This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome back to another song title challenge where the question is, Climbers, how should you write this one? You got a title. It could be a really killer title. Maybe it's a really mundane title. But what you want to be doing is a song title challenge. Try to cook up as many different conceptual angles as you can until you hit the note, until you hit the one that's like, oh, that's the way we have to go, right? (laughs) Especially if you take a title that's almost cliché. And then it's like an ambush when you write it like a totally different way. And that's going to that's gonna get you some love, right? With an artist, that's going to get you some love with the publishing relationship. That's going to get you some love from other peers, other songwriters, right? It's not a co-write in any way, shape, or form. You take all of what we use, take none of what we use. We demand an invite to the number one party. That's the only thing we ask for in return. And you send your titles in. I forgot to mention this at the beginning here. Uh, send your titles into info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S. Info at daredevilproduction.com. And put song title challenge or STC in the subject line. That way it gets into the right folder. If you don't, it won't. I spring them live to Brent and our esteemed guest on the show. And this is what we do for 20 minutes. We just cook this stuff up. And not only is this, listen, you want to have this work done before you walk into a writing room with one of your titles. If you're got the luxury and the the benefit and the, the blessing of writing with an artist, that day and they might come in and say, I want to write this. Mm-hmm. And well, then you're going to want to song title it right there to make sure that you're getting a, a cool angle on that. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's a good exercise right in the room if you have to have it that way. And then finally, Brent, I mean, you've been breathing new life into old song titles by just doing this your damn self, right? That's right. It's uh, not only am I the owner of the company, I'm a client as well. No, that's right. <laughs> so yeah, I've been doing the song title challenge. We were doing it on the show first and it was getting such, it was so much fun. And you'd find these titles that at first blush, you're like, I'd, if that were on my list, I'd blow right past it. But then, you know, 10 minutes in, you start, you find something. You're like, oh, that's exciting. But like, it's not my title, so I'm not going to write it. I need to do this for my own titles. So I started doing that. And that's most of what I bring into co-writes these days. It's a lot of fun. There you go. All right. So do you want to do the honors to our guests? Yeah, so I'd love to. 
Today's guest is a songwriter and lead singer for The Sound, which is a Dove award-winning Southern gospel group. Since their debut album in 2019, The Sound has landed six number one singles and counting and multiple Dove award nominations. And I want to personally thank our guest for the amazing job The Sound did on a song I helped write called Can I Get a Witness, which was my first number one in Southern gospel and led to my first Dove award nomination for Southern gospel recorded song of the year. So that cut really introduced me to the Southern gospel world. It opened up a new genre for me as a songwriter, and I'm very thankful. And actually, today we found out he stepped out of his co-write with my two co-writers on Can I Get a Witness, Kenna and Jason, to step out and do this. So please tell them I said hi and thank you. Levi Mills, welcome to The Climb. Welcome. It's good to be here. <laughs> thank you for saying yes, Levi. Yes. You got it. You got it. All right. So... Let's see here. I'm just thinking about you, Levi. I'm thinking about Uh what would be good for Levi. And I had a couple ideas here. Well, you're looking at that. I've been blessed to start writing with Levi in the past year or so. And he's a dang good writer. I appreciate it. Young dude, good writer. And every write, he pulls out some ideas that impress me. I'm like, all right, here we go. Yep, he's young, he's handsome, he's got all his hair. I just, I hate him, bro. I hate him. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's saying. So, all right. So here we go. This is from. If it's from Randy Maynard, I'm going to crack up. It's not from Randy Maynard. Okay. Because Randy's in there. He knows Randy. No, this is from uh, Robert Walker, is the person's name. Robert Walker. Okay. And the title is That River Boy. That River Boy? Mm hmm. Okay. That River Boy. So, my hot take on this is number one, I don't think I've ever heard that title before. So, I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. And there's something with some potential gospeliness about it. <laughs> well, that isms, right? You know, I've had the uh, I've had people say before, you know, well, you know, you're never really going to write something that's never been written before. You might say it a little different, but I don't know that you're going to write something that's never been I don't think that river boy has ever been written before. I I think you might have found the one hook that I don't know if anybody's written before. <laughs> so, now we got to find out if that was for a good reason or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Sometimes there is a reason for that. No, I think this what makes it the challenge, Levi, is that, you know, so many writers we've had on, hit writers like yourself, we'll have them on. And they're like, well, this is the part where I would say, let's go to lunch. Right. Or, or what else do you have? You know? right. But there's what a else do you have? We're going to write this stuff right here. We're going to write this. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting, though. I like that there is there's a mystery to it. If I were going to see this, I'd have no idea what it's about. Yeah. Sadly, I don't have any idea what it's about. And I'm about to write it kind of right. But it has the imagery of the river and the boy. And as just curious, like, oh, what's that about? What does it mean? Yeah. Uh, well, the first thing I think of is Old Man River started off as that river boy. It's a prequel. <laughs> there you go. No, I think of. Well, you know, with having Levi on, of course, automatically my mind goes to more of the kind of spiritual stuff is like that the boy that showed up at that river that day isn't the boy that walked out of that river. It was like a baptism song, a river, old school river baptism. That river boy ain't the boy that came up or something that I don't know if that wording's quite right, but there's an idea in there. You can also you can put a comma in there, that river boy, mm-hmm. and talking about that same thing, right? Like the river, like we're going to take you down to that river, boy. boy. <laughs> gonna- <laughs> That's right. We're going to drown you in that river, boy. No. Nope. Yeah. How about this? What, um, okay, so which baby was it back in the day that was put in the basket that floated? <laughs> Moses. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That river boy. Yeah. 
Uh, what his name means out of the water or from out of the water or something yeah i think so i think that's what yep but yeah that would be interesting that you know tell a story about moses that river boy you know rough quite a bit you know <laughs> that's kind of funny you can make it funny i mean you know it could be like a really sort of tongue-in-cheek yeah lighthearted kind of thing but still with this spiritual spin to it you know mm-hmm. what if a totally different idea is female point of view song or it could be male but say female point of view song going you know give me back that river boy that guy that i met that day at the river who was just carefree and fun and not worried about all these burdens of life now that we have a family i was about to say when i first when i heard it my brain went like a love song or something you know mm-hmm. so that's where my brain first went weirdly enough so then the challenge would be okay what made him the river boy you know <laughs> right well, I like it. You could have met him at the river, right? Yeah. And it could be all of that imagery of the dust in the headlights mm-hmm. and uh, everybody's swimming in the river and there's a bonfire and it could go old country. with could go country. We're with way it. down yonder on the Chattahoochee. No, yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Something along that feel of it, you know? Yeah. You know, give me back that river boy. You know, I, I love the man, you know, who's responsible, but everyone now and again, I just want that river boy. Or where's Riverboy? The one that was young and reckless and passionate and all this stuff. So it's a little bit of, um, if it's from the girl's point of view, like, I love you, I'm glad you're married, you're a great dad kind of thing. Yeah. Or good husband, responsible. But every once in a while, I just kind of want that the guy. I want the boy. Yeah. Yeah. The, the mischievous, like where he stole the first kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't so predictable. Yeah. 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 But you could also write it from the guy's point of view. Kind of a little bit of a midlife song going. Yeah. And I want that river boy back. Like, I want who I was. Yeah. You know, I've been down here looking for that river boy kind of thing. Kind of be a midlife crisis a little bit, maybe. Yeah. Ages it up for the singer, but still, it's a thought. We don't have to worry about that right It'd now. It'd be a quarter life crisis. Yeah. Quarter, <laughs> quarter life crisis. <laughs> That's a thing now. Yeah. It could be that. Yeah. What is that in, in gambling, the river? What is that? That's the last card. Okay. In what? I need to call it in. Oh, in poker. Poker. In five card. So you get two cards, right? And then there's five cards. So there's the flop, there's the turn, and there's the river. Those are the last three cards that come in. Okay. And that river boy, so that you could definitely have. Okay, so I see where you're going with that. Like Good, because I don't. I just know it's something gambling. Yeah, no, that's genius, <laughs> actually. Because sometimes, let's get, you could be holding something, right? Like, let's say you're holding a couple threes, right? And somebody else is holding a couple kings, okay? Mm-hmm. And then on the flop, that's the first card that comes down. You get a three. Now you've got trip threes, right? You're like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm in, right? Yeah. And now you're bidding up because between the flop, the turn, and the river, you're bidding again, right? So you're in because you got trip and you're bidding up. And then the second card, which is the turn, comes down. And whatever, that's just a non-card. Doesn't do anybody good. Yeah. But then when that river comes down, it's a king. Mm-hmm. Now he's got chip kings and you're toast. You know what I mean? Right. So there's so many metaphors on that. First of all, it could be straight up about gambling, right? That river boy that did me in, right? Or that yeah. river boy, that's where it all happened. Because that was like where you're on a flyer, where you're taking a huge risk. And maybe, and that's one thing that poker players can't stand about like pro can't stand about amateur when they're just full of crap and they just get lucky on the river. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky on the river boy. You know what I mean? Like it could be so cool. Like I'm just thinking like, you know, 
like Dobro kind of nasty sounding. Mm-hmm. It's just it, River Boys here again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, just totally about just totally getting lucky, just pulling something out of your ass, you know, and relate that to meeting a girl mm-hmm. or getting away from the law or, you know, like a Dukes of Hazard kind of thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot that could go in there with the river. That's really interesting. Yeah. That's funny. What if um, you know, it's that branding kind of song for Nars. You know, they're talking about who they are. I'm that, yeah, I'm that river boy. One that grew up fishing, one that, you know, muddy feet, you know, coming smelling like catfish, you know, at the end of the day kind of thing, you know. And just sitting, like, that's how I lived and that's how I was raised. Yeah, I'm that river boy, the one that blah, 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 you know, and I'm always down at that river boy. Yeah. And then, now you could even do, and again, it ages up the singer, so it's, you got to pick what's appropriate. But then he's looking at his boy, you know, his son. He's like, yeah, there's that river boy. You know, he's going to be one, too. Yeah. So father-son's a little just country lifestyle. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Yeah, talking about somebody, like, going with that, like, the dude who's out on the water, that kind of thing, you know, kind of reminds me of a couple of country songs where it's like, yeah, I might do this and that and the other. I might be playing all these shows, whatever, but at the end of the day, I'm still that river boy. You know, I'd rather be out on the water. I'd rather I'd rather be throwing a line in the river. <laughs> than- yeah, that's like, yo, you know what that reminds me of right now? That reminds me of, we've told this story on the podcast before, but it's the one songwriter. There was only one that got over on the Colonel with a cut on an Elvis Presley record. Oh, yeah? And that was um, Jerry, Guitar Man. Oh, Jerry Lewis. Jerry what? Who are you thinking? Guitar Man. The Snowman. That one? Yeah. I'm brain farting on his last name right now. You're not thinking about Jerry Lee, are you? No. No. Yeah, Amos Moses. No, uh, he's bound and down. Jerry Reed. Oh, Jerry Reed. 
Thank you. Good Lord. Thank you. God, I, I should not forget that. So Jerry cuts guitar, man, puts it out on the radio and Elvis freaks on it, wants to cut the song. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he's in RCA recording studios and they've gone through like five of the top session players uh, in town and it just ain't sounding right on the guitar. And finally, the last one's like, well, Elvis, you're Elvis. You know, it's what you want is Jerry Reed to play the guitar on that. Why don't you call Jerry? And so all of a sudden the bat signal goes up to get Jerry and somebody who knew somebody knew somebody who knew where to find Jerry, <laughs> who was out on the frickin' river fishing. That's funny. Okay. And so he comes in from the river, still smelling like bait, doesn't bother changing because he's going to meet Elvis, doesn't give a flying F, right? Comes in. He's a little nervous because he hadn't played the guitar in a couple days because he like unplugged for a couple days. So he's a little worried about that. But yeah, I think that the story was it was the first take, but maybe it was like really the second take or something like that. And he gets it. And then he's walking out of the studio and the colonel stops him. And he's like, hey, you got to sign this right here. He's like, what's that? Now, just imagine Jerry Reed, you know, yeah. what's like that? He said, well, this is this is where you sign over everything to us. You know, it's good. You have to give away 50 percent of everything to Elvis and to me. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And he's like, well, then your song won't get on the record. And he's like, he taps him on the chest. He's like, look in there. He look, points to the control. He's like, is that your boy smiling there? Elvis just can't smack the smile off his face because he got the guitar jack. He's like, hey, he goes, you tell him that I'm going fishing. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. He just walks out and that song goes on the record and Jerry Reed gets all the publishing. That's funny. <laughs> the yeah. crew, they get a dime of that, dude. How about that? What is the song about Jerry Reed, man? And that- I was about to say, you could do like a, you could do an actual like story thing about Jerry Reed playing the guitar for Elvis. So cool, right? That's awesome. That would be like, that could be timeless if you did that right, man. No, that's very cool. Do it like a Jerry Reed style tune, you know? Uh huh. Oh, that Jerry Reed kind of guitar. Yeah. That River Boy song. And then, okay, so how about, you know, like River Life, right? Like rolling yeah. on the river, like Proud Mary, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the gambling, and right there, now you could use the river in multiple ways, right? Right, multiple ways. Because you hit the river, you lost on the river, on the river. <laughs> I mean, you never know what's on the river. Around. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like you never know what's coming around the bend. Yeah. Around the that river boy you never know what's coming around the river boy and there's so much imagery there too like i think of like huck finn and mark twain and that kind of stuff too. Mm-hmm. it is so funny you just said that because i just thought about uh tom Sawyer, huck finn all that stuff like and then you say huck finn i'm like no way let's <laughs> <laughs> great minds buddy great minds man but yeah, what could you do with that you know I mean, that could be more of a folky thing. That could be a bluegrassy thing. You know, if you're kind of retelling that story or you could use that as a setup, like, you know, they're these river boys, Tom Sawyer, Huck Finn, all this stuff. And me, Ooh. there's something about that river boy. Something about that river boy. Yeah. And, you know, there's something about it. It's like country thing. I'm just another line. You know, I'm just another in a long line of river boys kind of thing. Oh, I like that. Long line of river boys. <laughs> yeah. It's one more. A long line of river boys. <laughs> yeah. How about, um, I mean, let's listen. Most of the first major cities in this country were built on the river. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it could be that hometown thing too. Mm-hmm. Right. And again, something about that river boy, like it just created this town. Yeah. It created this vibe. And so many of those towns have completely different personalities, don't they? Yeah. I mean, where I grew up, Batesville, Arkansas, it's the oldest 
existing town in Arkansas. It's on the White River. So we'd have the White River Water Carnival. You know, the river runs right there, right beside town. Mm -hmm. Big river, that sort of thing. So it's definitely a big part of my growing up. Cross that river all the time. You know, it's a big part of the landscape there and the carnival and all that stuff. So that'd be pretty cool. And I was thinking, too, of a line. You might as well try to drown that river, boy. Like, what is something that's impossible? Like trying to drown a river. Yeah. You know, what? what is that? You might as well try to drown. You're like you're standing out beside the river and something's happening. Like, you might as well try to drown that river, boy. But you're never going to do it. Yeah. Don't do it. You can't drown a river. Yeah. Keep it, keeping with the comma boy there, you get like keeping with that theme, you could throw something in the river. You know what I mean? So throw it in the river, boy. You know? Yeah. Oh, oh, how about the gun? The gun. In the river. Yeah. The engagement ring, the body. Yeah. So, okay, so you have, I mean, you have, like, right now at the top of the charts, you have Stay in the Chuck. Yeah. Which is really dark, right, from mm-hmm. Hardy and... Laney Wilson. Laney Wilson, yeah. You know, what about something down that, you know, where it's like, throw the gun in the river? What if it is, and I'm thinking a little bit of, there's this excellent song by Chris Knight, a K-N-I-G-H-T, that I highly recommend everyone listen to. It's dark, but it's basically this like six or seven minute song story song about, you know, me and my brother, we're out fishing, you know, we went down the river and all this stuff, but a week before, you know, here come these something boys, you know, passing us probably going to tend their pot, whatever. And a week before my brother got in a fight with one of them, knocked through a pool hall door and whatever. And they went on down the river. Then we hear a shot down the river. My brother falls over the side and we never did find him. Well then, you know, nobody knew nothing, but Walter bragged around town. And one night I go down the river and he kills him. And then they go down the river and just all this stuff. It's just this murder story. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's killer. I got to look so that. good. It's so good. It's What's so, that song called? Like a little novella. It's Chris Knight, K-N-I-G. Okay. He was on Decking Records for a little bit. He's from Slaughter's, Kentucky, and he sounds like it. <laughs> and he sounds like it. He sounds like it. And so these songs, so many of them are just like little novellas, like little short stories. So literary. It's so cool. But... Even that, like, if you're talking about some guy, yeah, that river boy, he always comes into town and he's causing trouble and he's da da da, yeah, that river boy. But yeah, and then eventually he ends up in that river boy. <laughs> you know, yeah. he buys up too much trouble, messes with the wrong people, and he ends up in the river. Country justice. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so hairband call out, uh, Warrant had, like, it's my absolute favorite Warrant song, is called Uncle Tom's Cabin. And it was a hair metal band with a banjo in it. Yeah. Okay. So just, think about that it's called uncle tom's cabin kind of the same thing and it's a story about in the spirit of like fancy mm-hmm. yeah right or in the spirit of was it the night the lights went out in georgia the night the lights went out in georgia yeah yeah something like that so you know uncle tom's cabin is like the sheriff and the deputy they killed somebody right and they put him in the, the wishing well yeah and you know and they these two people saw it from inside uncle tom's cabin through the cracks where the moonlight shines and you know, what are we going to do? And keep your mouth shut. That's what we're going to do. Unless you want to wind up in the wishing well too. Yeah. You know? And it's uh, it could be, yeah, it could be something like that. Like a dark, a dark thing. Or what if it's like part two of Garth Brooks, the river. I ain't touching that. One. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. No, but I mean, what, you know, like what else could you say that points back to that song? Right. That's just how life is a river. Right. It's, you know, I'll sail my vessel. Mm hmm. Well, yeah, I'm the river boy. I'm the guy that stood out up in the audience at Mud Island Amphitheater before it was a Bass Pro at a Garth concert yeah. and just lost my mind when he was singing the river. 
and just dying inside because I knew my dream was being Nashville writing songs. I was just dying, you know, for that. Yeah. What are the songs about? Garth Brooks. He's the river boy. The river boy. There you go. There you go. I mean, hey, he mentioned Chris Ledoux. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. he, he, got, he got some cool factor off of mentioning Chris Ledoux. Yeah. Yeah. And on his brand, didn't he? And so that's all right. Mm-hmm. Be a song about Garth. There we go. Yeah. Well, I think we got some good looks at that, boys. I think so. Yeah. I love the the variety of you could do with a title like this. Yeah. We went like a lot of different places on that. We went from murder to Jesus and Moses. Yeah. <laughs> we went from murder to Jesus to gambling to Garth Brooks to Jerry Reed. Yeah. Sounds like a to-do list for a weekend. Let's do it. <laughs> That's fun, guys. <laughs> well, Levi Mills, thank you so much again for, for saying yes. Yeah. And obviously, say hi to your co-writers for Brent. Yeah. But, you know, say hi for me, too, because Cox is cool, man. I love that guy. Yeah. And I'll never forget that song. That is just one of my favorite songs, period, that I've ever heard. It needs to be cut again, I think. Yes, sir. And tell Kenneth and Jason, and. If you use and, I want a fourth. There we go. That's all. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 I'll, I'll, I'll let him know. I'll let him know. <laughs> there you go. Word for a fourth? Yeah. <laughs> Of a third. Exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. So send your song titles into info at daredevilproduction.com. And maybe we're going to have, you know, a six ton number one songwriter help you flesh out the ideas. And this was, this was a fun one, man. This is good. I'm glad. That was, was interesting. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. See you guys. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.